0: This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I am Lisa Tahir, your host. And I am really excited to bring a friend and colleague on All Things Therapy today. In just a few moments, we're going to be with Casey Marie Smith. She is a licensed acupuncturist and an herbalist. We met in Los Angeles and shared an office at Oasis Healing Center in West LA for a number of years and have stayed in touch. And I'm really excited to bring her work to you as she is doing both telemedicine and in-person appointments so wherever you are you're able to access casey as we hear more about today talking about honoring the process of transition and casey's going to share how that's happening in her life many of you know that i've been going through a personal transition if you've been listening over the last month my beloved pet cat jiggy transition to heaven. And after 17 years, I never just thought at all what it would be like or feel like to have him missing from my physical reality. So that's been a personal transition touching kind of every area of my life. And I really empathize with any of you who have gone through or are going through a loss, a change, know that it's normal to experience the landscape of your life looking and feeling differently your emotions may spike peak and valley as i've noticed it's all normal it's all natural sometimes it helps me to just put a hand over my heart and breathe so if you're in that space i invite you to do that placing a hand over your heart breathing in breathing out setting an intention for yourself to feel peace to have clarity, and to be happy. I didn't expect to say that. It just kind of came forward. So if you want to know more about my work, about what I offer you, please go to nolatherapy.com. If you're watching on video, it's there at the bottom. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities where I live. I'm in New Orleans today. And I want to introduce you and welcome you to my new ad sponsor before Casey comes on. This company, Annie's Kit Club, is delivering creativity straight to your mailbox monthly. They offer a monthly crafting kit where you can learn and all the supplies are included. Cool things like making jewelry, earrings, bracelets and necklaces making socks, which is the kit that I ordered, actually knitting socks and very cool color patterns that they offer you. You can as well crochet an afghan, a block printed afghan that you make a block a month. And at the end of the year of your subscription, you put it all together for a gorgeous afghan that you can use or give as a gift. There's a young woodworkers kit, which I think is the coolest for kids ages seven to 12 to teach them safely to work with their hands. We know that making art, crafting is correlated with higher levels of happiness. And I know that having been a glass artist and mixed media artist for the last 20 years, it's one of the ways I've transitioned and kind of worked through the loss of Jiggy is creating an outdoor space, working with my hands. So Annie's Kit Club is offering that to you, delivered straight to your mailbox. And as my listener, they're giving you 75% off your first month to try them out. There's also a kit where you can try a bunch of different crafts if you don't want to select just one for the year. Go check it out by going to Annie's Kit Clubs with an S.com and use discount code Therapy75 for 75% off a monthly crafting subscription. Annie's Kit Clubs.com okay with that i want to tell you more about casey and casey i'm going to bring you into the video stream as i'm talking about you casey marie smith is a licensed acupuncture and herbalist as i shared you've been studying herbal medicine through different systems and cultures for over 30 years and casey you specialize in things like women's health fertility autoimmune disorders food sensitivities postpartum care menopause, outpatient management of addictions and eating disorders, and something we're going to talk about today, PANDAS and PANS, which Mm -hmm. stand for Pediatric Acute Onset Neuropsychiatric Syndrome and Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Disorders. Welcome. Thank you. How are you today?
1: So um, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, and, and uh, I appreciate everything that, you know, uh, you offer um, for people to, you know, come on, and thank you for talking about your own transitions. Um, I think we're all going through major transitions in our own unique way, and I thought, um, you know, it would be a really good idea for me to kind of introduce... Um, my background, but also talk about that I'm going through my own transition, you know, as a lot of us are in these times, but um, it's markedly a big change for me. Um, You know, I've been practicing at the same location, which is where we met uh, for 20 years, you know, at the same location. And I've been so grateful for uh what has been cultivated there and the community and um you know it's just been a good rooting um for me to you know grow my practice um developing clients um you know and as well as having colleagues to be able to um you know help each other out and so it's it's um you know, been a big change, you know, we were still open through COVID Mm -hmm. and, um, but then somewhere along the way, probably somewhere in 2021, um, it became uh, a situation where it was sold. The building was sold. So everybody who was renting from there and as you know, um, It just became like its own center and so it wasn't like we could stay there and continue to pay rent or anything like that so that was that was a really really big change and you know there was a part of me that you know i i knew something new needed to happen Mm -hmm. um and so but you know and i really wanted to honor the rest of my time there and i really prepared my clients and um you know, put my stuff in storage and really felt like I said goodbye in an energetic way to the building and, you know, really cleaned up the energy so that they could come in and, um, you know, really make it their own. And, um, but, you know, in the meanwhile, my stuff is in storage. Um, We're in uncertain times right now. And I, I feel like I'm in the process of you know, there's an opportunity for me to do things differently. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to slow down that process rather than jump into a new place and, you know, sign a new lease. And, you know, I just kind of feel like, uh, I don't want to rush into that because there's Mm -hmm. that I'm changing, the world is changing. And I, I feel like I really need to take that time to offer something new. and um so i in the meanwhile i still have been seeing clients uh established ones through telemedicine and um and then some of them i have traveled to them um if it made sense oh yeah Yeah. um i haven't really felt like i wanted to do that with you know everyone i don't want to be on the road traveling all over the floor (laughs) you know that's a lot but um, it's made sense in some situations. So um, so that's how I've offered it. And then um, creating a new space for new clients, I have a temporary space where um, I see people on the second and fourth Saturday in this location in Santa Monica. So at least I can establish the diagnostics with them. And, you know, so, but I still haven't quite found the place, mm-hmm. you know. And, that's a home. And, and it has been challenging because I really like to cultivate the energy of the space.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And, and even, I've even had clients tell me that when they come to my new space or, you know, we're doing a session, they actually re, um, remember the old space and they pretend like they're there. Wow. <laughs> they, even, visualization. They, can, they can smell the room. Um, yeah. They remember things in the room and Um, and that makes me feel really good that they can resource that as a safe place for themselves. Um, so I, I, I say, you know what, if you're in a situation and whether I'm giving you acupuncture or not, and you really need to go into a safe space, just imagine yourself there, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and that's part of the somatic, uh, type of work that I do and, um, so anyway i mean i don't know where you want me to stop <laughs> if yeah, you want i'm to curious <laughs> how you came to acupuncture and herbalism okay so um so interestingly i mean i had done a lot of different kinds of jobs and this and that you know as a younger person i've always been pretty independent and you know through that it was never something that really you know i realized through the work that I was putting so much energy into it, and I might as well do something that you know I can create versus working really hard for somebody else. Sure. <laughs> and um, and I had a series of events happen where I spiritually was called to, you know, move into deeper um, self-realization and um, doing. Different kinds of body work for myself. And then, you know, through those studies, I ended up, um, my acupuncturist actually um, created a, a situation for a group of us to travel to Nepal. Oh, wow. And um, study Ayurvedic medicine at the Himalayan Institute. And um, it was such a unique and wonderful experience, very one on one. And there were a lot of, not only were the, King's doctors, the ones who facilitate that place. And they had their herbs growing there and I got to wow. make the medicines and it was really amazing. And then, we, and then we would have like a, um, we had a, um, a guy who would lead us in um, meditations and yoga and we would go to temples and we were there pretty intensive for yes. um, a couple of months there. And, um, and even Tibetan doctors came as well. So it was really this immersive experience. And when I came back, I realized, you know, here I've been studying all this herbal medicine, and now studying all of that, you know, I realized, I needed to know more about the human anatomy, I needed to Mm -hmm. go more. So I went to Santa Monica College, and I just really immersed myself in all the health sciences. And, um, and then as I continued, I thought I was going to be a midwife, Okay, and I continued to, like, I learned how to be a doula and did that for many, many years, thinking I was really going to end up being a midwife. And, um, and, and then just something called to me to really move more into the herbal medicine and the energetic medicines. Mm-hmm. And at the time, what was available was something like a naturopath or an Ayurvedic doctor. But even then, you weren't really getting certified um, and, an acupuncture. And okay. so I decided to go in that direction. I really, really love the philosophy. Um, it really connected with me and, um, you know, really went into the energetics, the Qigong and the mm-hmm. herbal medicine part of it. And then when it came time to, uh, do the acupuncture, you know, this is, the interesting part is, you know, a lot of people drop out of school at that point. Okay. Because they realize, oh, I'm not going to be putting needles in people. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: So they get freaked out by it. But for me, um, I thought, well, this will be interesting. I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it feels. And um, it was such an amazing fit. And, um, you know, just going back to thinking about how I did a lot of body work on my mother. I used to massage her feet, her back. I used to do a lot of things for her um, energetically. And people, (laughs) it was almost like a party trick. You know, I grew up in the (laughs) 70s and my mom, um, you know, sometimes she had these like young musicians and sometimes bikers around and all these things. And I just remember these like big biker type of dudes. And um, I would walk on their back and do body work on them. And they all used to laugh because they knew that um, they would just completely fall asleep every time these big teddy bear guys, you know. And right. um, and so it's just a funny thing that you know they'd practically make a bet, like, "Oh, I bet she's going to make you fall asleep." <laughs> you know, when I was a kid. Um, and you know, the other thing is, I've always had a strong connection to animals, and. Um, A lot of times, um, I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but I'm kind of trying to get it all in there. But, um, you know, when I was really, really young, I mean, I have memories all the way back to two, just kind of walking around my neighborhood. Um, I grew up in the valley. And so there were a lot of horse trails and orchards and a lot of open areas um, that is really not there anymore. Um, And... Uh, I used to just kind of hike around and um, a lot of animals used to like wild animals used to come to me and just, you know, I really wow. kind of feel there was communication there. And it yeah, was absolutely. another way that I connected with God. It was almost like sometimes I'd have these conversations with God and, you know, a dragonfly would come and. Mm-hmm. you know, look at me and, you know, I've, I've always had that, you know, these kind of uh, ways that, that, you know, I would get these communications. So, mm-hmm. um, and another thing, you know, that I feel like I want to bring up is my dad lived um, at some point, my parents divorced and my dad lived in Venice and um, I used to be so um enamored by the musicians and the creative people, the artists, the dancers, the, you know, all over Venice. Right. And, you know, roller skating, the whole thing. Like I grew up around all that. And so it really made this huge, the, the, the busking, you know, we didn't call it busking then we call it busking now, but uh, you know, it's just so interesting because it really, really, I used to go home and I would create things and I would walk down my street with a wagon and like perform. And so I just wanted to bring up that one of the things going on for me in my work now is I really feel like I need to integrate everything. Mm
0: -hmm. I have
1: been um, doing you know, performance art type of stuff. I'm a musician, I've always continued to sprinkle that in my life. I have a spiritual practice where I sing and use instruments, and I'm just feeling like my practice needs to incorporate all of these things, new
0: modalities. yeah, yeah,
1: and that's in where I feel like I need to slow down and, yeah. um really see how I can make this happen instead of, you know, this over here and this over here kind of thing.
0: You call it a symbiotic ecosystem. And yeah. Some of the information used to me. I think that's such a beautiful.
1: You know, I it. really miss. Um, so I don't have a yard right now. I've lived in this um, small apartment. I have like a little landing with some of my potted plants. And basically what I do right now is I go out with my cat and um uh we just sit out there on the driveway <laughs> there are beautiful it. old trees in my neighborhood which is great and there is some nice interaction with some of the local animals you know and crows and ravens and squirrels and there's some hummingbirds and so i really enjoy that because i really i crave being a part of an ecosystem mm-hmm. you know um in nature, you know, as well as, you know, the work that I'm doing. That's why I'm kind of calling it that. Because I feel like, I really feel like I need to be in a flow like that with my yeah. work, yeah. as well as the land I'm on and the the trees and the, like everything, you know.
0: And hearing that, the connection you have to, to nature, to animals and to people, how do you you know, bring that into your sessions. When someone comes in, what can they expect? If someone's listening or watching and curious about working with
1: you, okay. So, um, well, because of my background in trauma, and um, and cultivating space in, you know, somatic type of work, I've I always have felt it's very important to establish a safe space for when people are coming in and for an exchange between me and them, um, that rapport is really important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if if the person doesn't get to establish that rapport with me, which to me is an energetic connection, it's a flow mm-hmm. between the two of us. And um, I really don't like to be the kind of practitioner where I'm going to tell you what to do right. <laughs> and then you're yeah. going to be in trouble if you don't do it. Yeah. I just, you know, I really don't like that. Um, as, as a, a relationship, a, a working, yeah. I, I like it to be a working relationship. A I like
0: collaborative.
1: It, it totally. Yeah. That's exactly. And I, I let people know, like, um, I'm not going to just tell you what to do. And if you come across new things you want to share with me, you have new insights about what's going on, let's talk about it. Let's see where we can like make a plan together. Here's what I propose. Here's what, you know, you tell me what you think you can do. Let's make, that's kind of, you know, what I feel like um, becomes very unique. And the other thing is, um, you know, I have such a multidisciplinary approach that's really holistic. Mm-hmm. And so I don't compartmentalize symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm going to be looking at the whole person, you know. So the Ayurvedic system is that way. The Asian medicine system is that way. Even the energetics um, of somatic, you know, you're really taking in a whole person, you know. You're going to look at the whole constitutional yeah. picture, and it's not just going to be oh, this one pill one size fits all there may be some that you can say oh yeah you know this kind of condition this kind of works best but in in most cases though there's going to be unique components that are really important to what maybe shifts for them and also you
0: bring this deep and rich practice of 30 years you know of your knowledge and so uh, i'm thinking you're constantly assessing and working with people what's what what supplements can help and is that accurate
1: definitely i mean definitely so there's going to be certain aspects where they grow and certain other areas where it's a new layer that needs to be worked with right Mm -hmm. and the other thing is they may not have even known that layer was there but because they got to a place where they got stronger suddenly their body might decide to show them, oh, hey,
0: (laughs) this thing
1: needs to be addressed. So sometimes people, you know, the intelligence of our body will protect us um, and not show us certain things because we're not strong enough to deal with it. So as we're working, something might come up where we're strong now. You know, and now all a whole bunch of stuff is coming up. It's because you're strong enough to deal with it. So, yes.
0: And Casey, I also know that you're working on an online program to work with pandas and pans. Can you talk to us about what that is and how you are intending to treat it?
1: Yeah. You know, so when I um, had to shut down my practice the way it was and, you know, the insight that I got is, Um, you know, this would be great to be able to reach more people um, Mm -hmm. who have pandas pans. Um, and um, so in the process of trying to develop the course, I realized, you know, it's so interesting because you know, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to be throwing the kitchen sink in there, you know, (laughs) and then I realized, you know, in the situation with pandas pans, it's very detailed and complex, Mm -hmm. and um you really don't want to overwhelm that community. The parents are already going through a lot, trying to figure things out online through different practitioners, multiple kinds of testing being done. And a lot of times the tests aren't producing the results they're looking for, but yet they still have the diagnosis. Um, There's so much going on. There's also a lot of dynamics that go on is you might have a kid that had certain symptoms show up and it, this can also happen in teenagers. This can also happen in adults, by the way, too. Okay. okay. There's just a, it's typically showing up, um, at a younger age, like six to seven, that kind of thing. And, but it's, it's also becoming even younger, you know, three, four, Wow. <clears throat> but a lot of times what will happen is they'll start to show one symptom or two symptoms and, you know, maybe it's like ADHD or, okay or maybe there's some kind of regression um, with their learning or something like that, or the OCD. And they didn't realize um, anything about pandas, pans. And then they take them to maybe a behavioralist or somebody who specializes in ADHD. And the next thing, you know, they're being put on a medication and it turns out that wasn't really they're that not getting is. results with that, yes. and and then these other things are rearing their head. These other symptoms, and um, and then suddenly they're taking a whole bunch of antibiotics, and then they're taking ADHD medication. Now they're taking, um, you know, some kind of uh, you know antidepressive or you know. So the thing is, is what I find is they're on an array of things. Um, because it wasn't really understood that it was pandas pans to begin with. so Yes. And I think
0: it's so important, your knowledge yes. of this, because these are young brains developing on all of these Absolutely. really powerful medications. And to just know, to work with someone like you who knows what this is, is just immensely helpful.
1: And what was so interesting how it came to me is it's not like I just found it myself and suddenly became you know, like a specialist, I mean, what ended up happening is because of my specialties, because I have a trauma background because I work with autoimmunity because Mm -hmm. I work with healthy families and younger kids and mothers and this kind of thing um, and addiction and eating disorders and um, emotional regulation. So all of these kinds of things, uh, suddenly it's the makeup of Panda's pants. Mm. So I started having, um, people find me in that way. And I think what makes me unique is the holistic piece of it. Um, You know, I can do blood work, I can do some of the Western aspects, but um, you can't count on the tests. So um, if you can't count on the tests, then you're going to have to break this down in a holistic way, you're going to have to really look at the Constitution of the person, which is that's that multidisciplinary Ayurvedic yeah. um, acupuncture, the whole herbal system. That's when you can start to really um, make a difference, I think.
0: In people's lives and how they're feeling in yeah. their yeah. bodies, which connects to our emotional state of being and, and our happiness.
1: Absolutely absolutely and and there are techniques too you know there's a lot and and you probably already know that there are a lot of emotional techniques there are trauma techniques you know some of it i'm i'm doing somatic some of it you know has to do with tapping some of it you know keeping the vagus nerve tone there's a lot of different ways um, to really really help um you know giving homework things for them to do at home um, so that they're participating Um, in in making some of these changes, because you can't be with them (laughs) 24-7, right? Right? And I want them to have the tools to help themselves, you know? I think
0: it really comes back to how, in the beginning, when we were speaking about the symbiotic ecosystem that our lives each consist of, if we're aware of it or not, and you have such awareness of what those components and moving parts are, and I think that definitely makes you unique to draw in from all aspects of someone's life to treat them so they can be more in health than in disease or sickness. I love that
1: part of your work. Your focus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think some of my conundrum is, and why I'm taking it slow is because, you know, with this community, there is a sensory overload.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so there's an interesting thing in one respect online material could be overstimulating, but then in another respect, um, a lot of this community does not want to leave the house. Right. Right. <laughs> and so having so material like. online mm-hmm. can also help. So I'm trying to create a balance between the two. And I do know that body work that I do and establishing a certain kind of energetic connection um, with the parents and the, the kids or the young Um, teenagers yeah, um, really makes a difference in um, how they participate and can really shift something immediately in that session and so I don't want to give up that one on one interaction either so I'm really trying to find that balance of like you know doing the online material but then also being able to have that one on one experience and balancing the two somehow you know
0: Absolutely. Casey, is the best way for
1: people to reach
0: you through your website, medicinesmith.com?
1: Yes, I think that's a good way. And it has all my info. Um, I don't have my current temporary location on there. That's just because it's temporary. Um, yeah. And once, once I interact with them, and if we have set up an appointment, that's when I give them the information on if you know where to go um, but my phone number there there's an email um, they can learn more about my bio my background i'm happy to answer any questions they have um yeah
0: yeah it's a beautiful website so that's medicine oh, smith yeah it's so beautiful the imagery and and I think it's wonderful you do telemedicine because anyone listening or watching can reach out to. Yes.
1: And to one of me. the things is with telemedicine, you know, with my license, we always have to have an appointment first. We have to establish diagnostic in-person information first. And then after that, I'm completely able to do continued telemedicine. And I have had some people travel Um from out of state or oh, you know, yeah, absolutely um, long distances, so that we can continue to work with them. So
0: no, I've had friends travel to a practitioner like you. You so great to work with that it, it, it's worth it. Oh, that's that connection. Yeah. Casey, right. thank you for taking your time today. I'm so glad we finally did this podcast episode, and I'm yeah. Happy that thank you, you so much for the
1: opportunity. You. I really appreciate you. Thank you, you so much. You're
0: welcome, and have the best rest of your afternoon.
1: Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're
0: welcome. Bye. All right, bye. That concludes today's show with Casey Marie Smith, licensed acupuncturist and herbalist. Like we spoke about, you can find her at medicinesmithsmith.com. And with that, I want to wish you a wonderful end to your Thursday and moving into the weekend with some ease and a reminder to, Take some time for yourself to definitely set an intention for the things that you want to create in your life. I am big on that and see what manifests as a result. All of my love. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at NOLA therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness one conversation
1: at a time.